Welcome to a thousand miles to light radio program or podcast. We're here with Pat Farmer, probably one of the most well-known iconic ultra runners in the world. And we have Deirdre Hopkins, who is joining Pat as part of a four-person team that will be Australia versus the United States of America. So Team Australia, Team USA. They will be conducting and participating and competing in a 1,000-mile, 160-kilometre-a-day event in regional New South Wales. Welcome, Pat. Take us through exactly what this crazy event is all about. Well, this is all about, uh, you know, basically trying to highlight some of the magnificent places, the characters, the the uh, landscape of um, Outback New South Wales and, and showcase that not only to a, an Australian audience and try and encourage tourism to the Outback after the horrific floods that we've had, the fires that we've had, uh, the the mice plague, and then, of course, uh, you know, COVID kicked in just recently as well. So uh, trying to showcase these areas so that when things get back to some sort of normality, we get more and more Australians um, uh, taking their holidays and spending tourism dollars out in those areas, but not only Australians, also people from other parts of the world. In fact, in fact, this run in its original concept was going to go from broom all the way across to Byron Bay. So it was going to be from the west coast of Australia to the east coast of Australia. Uh, and then, of course, I've taped it down to, uh, to um, support the COVID lockdown operations and what's happened from state to state. So consequently, um, this is where we're up to at this point in time. And it's all about uh, trying to showcase Outback New South Wales to the world. And enter the army. So the army has been integral. You don't just say we're going to run across Australia without support. They've been integral in that and also integral in terms of making this even a more safe and uh, and practical event. Take me through that. Well, the Army have been absolutely brilliant, as all Australians know that they are. Uh, they do incredible work with civilian units. They do amazing work um, in times of crisis throughout this country, but they do incredible community service work as well. And so um, uh, both myself and our race director, Duncan Stone, approached the Army um, almost a year and a half ago now and, and we mentioned to them about the concept of this event <clears throat> and we asked uh, if they would be interested in, in supporting the event uh, for two reasons. One, because um, they have a passion. Uh, the Australian Army has absolute passion towards supporting the Australian community and number two, because um, uh, many of the high-ranking officers know and understand uh, the difficulties of mental health that people that are under stress go through uh, so not only uh, not only in the civilian world but of course uh, those returning soldiers and uh, people that are in the army that are often separated from their families for a long period of time and so there was these great synergies between what I was trying to achieve uh, for reach out and a wonderful organization that supports youth mental health uh, and what the army go through so so because of that, they were very keen to come on board and very keen to support us in this project. To the extent that they've actually offered you one of their homes, one of the most iconic training facilities for infantry in, in Australia, where's the event and what, what, what does it entail? Well, that's interesting that you say that because, as I mentioned earlier on, originally this event was starting in the west coast of Western Australia and, um, and coming all the way across the east coast of Australia. Uh, and then it was tapered back so that, we only had to deal with one state in case we got locked out from one state to another state due to COVID. Um, so it was going from Broken Hill through to Byron Bay. And just only just this week, 
have I had to modify the plan once again because of the outbreaks in New South Wales uh, and um, take it away from going from Broken Hill through to Byron Bay through to just in one be in one complex. Uh, it looked like the event was, was not going to go ahead at all. And then the army stepped in and said, look, we will give you a base, Singleton Army base, or a, a portion of that. Uh, they have approximately 40,000 acres there. Uh, so there is a portion of that bushland that we will use and we will run on those uh, fire trails uh, separate to where anybody else is uh, and we'll be camped out on, on those sites, on that, on that site, and we'll basically run a, a 5 or 10 kilometre course uh, once it's mapped out around that area of the grounds. So kept within the confines of the army barracks, um, even though both the army personnel, the American athletes and the Australian athletes, as well as our film crew, have all been in lockdown for two weeks. They've all got, they all get their regular 72-hour COVID tests uh, and um, they're all in extremely good health. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, so, uh, so consequently um, we've ticked all the boxes. Uh, we're looking at trying to protect the community as, as much as we possibly can, but still inspire them. And that's what this run's all about. That's why it's called 1,000 Miles to Light. We will still run 1,000 miles as a team of four in relay. Um, um, Australia versus America, versus America or versus USA, whichever way you want to call that. And the bottom line is that um, uh, these two teams will compete. There is uh, two males, two females on each team. Uh, not necessarily will man compete against man or woman against woman, but the, they will be, the teams are mixed up. Uh, so, um, you know, we just keep handing over a baton and that baton is a message stick that's been carved by uh, Aboriginal artists out there at Broken Hill uh, and we'll be handing that baton over to the next runner at the end of every 5Ks. Uh, and another integral point to this event is also the fact that we are running in tandem a virtual run and I'm encouraging people from right across Australia and even in America to um, try and match our times to form a team of their own. They can form a team of four or they can form a team of 100 people to try and do the whole 160 kilometres of each day that we will be competing in. Or as an individual, they can simply just do five kilometres uh, and try and match the times that either Dean... Carnesi, um, Shan Riggs, uh, Katie Visco, uh, Samantha Pruitt from the American team, or Deidre Hopkins, or Justin McDonald, or uh, DJ, or, or uh, Pat Farmer, or Greta Truscott does uh, on the Australian team. So um, it's just so we'll be competing against everybody, but we're on our own on our, our own planes. And the idea of that is not only to raise funds for um, Reach Out, this wonderful organisation that supports youth mental health, but also also to encourage everybody to get involved, to understand what Reach Out really is and what it's about, uh, and to, for their own mental health, uh, get out there and to exercise. It's the best thing that we can do in a crisis like this is to stay fit and healthy. It's the greatest immunity that we're going to get to anything, not just this virus, but the raft of illnesses that, that plague human beings and always have done. So, the, so you can tell for, from Pat that he hasn't lost his motivation. If, if anything else, in his uh, wise uh, later years, he's actually become more passionate. Deidre, 
it sounds very simple when it rolls off the tongue, 160K a day for 10 days, you're an ultra runner, this is a competition, it's a relay, it's a different environment. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, it's great to hear Pat's passion <clears throat> and uh, determination for this event to go ahead uh, despite many setbacks uh, he's had to overcome along the way. Um, but yeah, excited, a little bit nervous. Um but yeah, it'll be great to be out there and just get started. It's been such a big build up to this. Um, it's great to have the diversity of two uh, men and two women on the team. And um, I guess for me to see women put themselves in a position where they're um, just doing just as much as the men, I, I think women tend to sit back and um, not really back themselves as much as they can. Um, so it's good to have a challenge like this and a, and a goal. Uh, like Pat says, it's it's great to have a focus, especially during these times. And um, this has certainly been a big focus for me and the rest of the team and the crew. Um, so yeah, I, I would say to anyone, um, just set yourself a goal and write it down, trying to achieve it. So for those that are listening that are runners, you're not just going for a jog. There's some pace, and I've seen you seen you out in the training hills uh, with Pat, and you've been you've been giving him a, a bit of a run for his money. Um, either Pat or Deidre, what sort of pace uh, are you going to need to do to 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 accomplish this? And, and take us through some of the athletic challenge that that everyone's going to be faced during this event. Well, we're we're planning to basically only run through daylight hours, so that'll mean that even though we'll probably kick off around five a.m. in the morning, just to get the distance done. And uh, we'll be handing over the baton every five every five kilometres, but we'll probably be running around about five minute k's, four or five minute k's for every single one of those k's for 160 kilometres a day for ten days. So uh, that consistency, and this is what makes ultra runners what they are. Ultra runners are like diesel engines; they're very very consistent. So. They don't take off in a sprint, but they can maintain a pretty good pace for a, a very long time. So thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us here in the studio. But we're now going to venture away from the studio. We're going to uh, go live into quarantine with Sean Riggs and Katie Visco, who are two of Team USA members that have been training on treadmills up and down, doing some some crazy workouts. Uh, so, uh, hey, guys, are you there? You're doing a thousand miles to light podcast. We are indeed, and you are in. Um, I believe, looking at your state of mind, you're somewhere between the Bahamas and Costa Rica right now. <laughs> tell me, tell me about your life right now. <laughs> tell me about my life. Well, I just locked myself out of my room about ten minutes ago, and uh, that was so fun because it was different, and I looked out a very different window in the hallway. It was thrilling. But now, now I'm back in my room, and it's just party time in my room. Are we really taping right now? We actually are. Yeah, I'll, 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 uh, I'll be sending you some images once we're done. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we're funny. We're having a chat with uh, our wild and wacky races. Um, what's your life been like over over the last sort of you know twelve days? My ISO. Yeah. Oh, so I learned recently that ISO is what y'all call isolation, quarantine, what have you. <laughs> so, okay, what's my ISO been like? I would say that I am at peace. I feel like I'm very grateful for this time to myself. 
And I feel the irony of it all as well, because we're about to go run a thousand miles for mental health. And the first test is for many of us runners on this on this team, actually, Australia and the United States to go through this mentally uh, challenging two weeks. So I find it ironic and also really fitting. But so far, I'm doing really, really well. I'm finding things to do with myself and not do, like lay on the ground and fall asleep. I don't do that at home. So I'm, I'm happy for that. What are your, uh, what are your yeah. thoughts about, uh, obviously, the little change? Now we're going to be um, literally running on a battlefield and we're, we're, we're taking on some really challenging loops. It's, it's an amazing, amazing venue. Uh, what were your thoughts when you um, realised now that you're, uh, you know, you're taking up a different challenge? Yeah, so as of the news last night, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm in this event because I want to be part of a team and I want to move collectively towards a mission that's outside of myself. And so, yeah, that might sound nice, but I really do feel that way. I feel like I'm part of a community. I mean, there's eight runners plus crew and that is, that's a roaming family. So no matter where we have to run mentally, I got it. I got it. Like we, it doesn't matter where we're running. It's, I think, why we're running so yes bring on bring on the battlefields um i think it'll be more challenging i must say instead of maybe different scenery every day we might have similar scenery every day so i think mentally that might be more of a challenge but at this point this whole process has been a process of perseverance and commitment and adaptation so i i act honestly I'm not too ruffled by the change of events. I just consider it par for the course and adds to the challenge. So I'm definitely all in. I felt that way last night after getting the news. Like, yep, no problem. We can do this. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good because I'm less than 24 hours to get out of here. (laughs) By the sounds of it, you've had a, a pretty nice run. You've been exercising. You haven't had to cook. You haven't had to wash. I mean, tell me, uh, take me through the last 14 days. What's that been like? It's been, uh, you know, like Groundhog Day. Every day, get up, eat the food they give you, run on the treadmill, eat some more food they give you, run on the treadmill, drink some beers, go to bed, start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so when you had... Uh, had conceived the idea of you would have to uh, spend 14 days in solitary confinement. Uh, is this what you imagined? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, you know, nice place. It'd be nice to get open a window. But other than that, <laughs> it's been fine. I'm really looking forward to getting out and seeing the country, though. Yeah, do you, uh, in, in relation to your training, is this something that you think uh, may have enhanced your training um, because you're always trapped inside your mind when you're doing ultra runs. Is this something that uh, you think has given you an advantage over the Australian team or, 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 or more of a disadvantage? Uh, well, you know, I hate running. But uh, it's definitely better to have a treadmill than not when you're in quarantine. And the one nice thing about running on a treadmill is you, you have to run at whatever speed you put it on. So I've just been going out and, and doing 5Ks and putting the treadmill as fast as it'll go. Uh, and so it's forced me to run quickly. So 
maybe that helped with the trading. We'll see. And we've had a, a little bit of a, a change in plan. Obviously, there's this little thing called COVID going on. Um, you, know, you wouldn't have been affected too much because you're totally isolated. Um, we've had to shift from Broken Hill to uh, Byron Bay to one of the uh, most hardcore, hardcore military facilities in Australia, the Singleton Army Base, uh, which uh, I believe you're aware of. Uh, you, were, you were informed yesterday. What, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, well, uh, for, for one day, it is disappointing to not be able to, to run across New South Wales. I was really looking forward to that. Um, but on the other hand, I'm, I'm glad we're able to to make this work. And, uh, you know, I think it, it points to the, the, the mission and the cause that we're supporting um, of mental health, uh, that all of us are having to deal uh, with things one way or another. So it's, it's, it's been a challenge, but uh, it's been a challenge for everybody uh, around the world. So... It is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, look, there, there's some extraordinary trails. Uh, it will mimic a lot of the uh, terrain you would have run through. There's a lot of kangaroos. Uh, we will be staying in the Special Forces facility, which is kind of unique. So I think uh, I think overall it's going to give you quite a, a unique experience. Uh, what... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, and anything will be a step up from, from these four walls. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. That's life in quarantine. And to one of our Australian runners, Justin McDonald, who's in uh, regional South Australia, do you think that the Americans' life in quarantine will be either an advantage or a disadvantage towards uh, actually competing with the Aussie team? Uh, if they're happy to run on treadmills, I think it's an advantage for them. Why is that? Well, they've got all this time on their hands and they've got no interruptions to training. They can just, like, they've got the time in the day to do 5K stints, which is going to simulate what we're going to try and achieve in this over these 10 days. So how's your preparation been? Because obviously you're, uh, you're out, of, out of New South Wales. You're in that lovely, picturesque South Australia. I mean, how, how's your training been going? How have you been preparing? And, and how did you deal with the, uh, the new change that uh, got thrown upon us yesterday? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going pretty good. Um, I'm quite lucky because I'm in regional South Australia, so uh, in a country area I've got uh, very few restrictions down here and I'm able to just get out around work. I can get out as often as I like and train and I think I'm getting enough done that I will need to do to be successful. And uh, the shift from uh, Broken Hill to Byron, now we're in uh – the challenging environment of Singleton uh, Lone Pine Army, Army Barracks. So what are your thoughts on that? I, to tell you the truth, I don't actually mind. It, uh, sometimes these events are created by the people you're around, not really where you are exactly. Um, I've done little like 5K runs in my backyard before, which is like a 60-metre loop. Uh, so that sounds quite bizarre, um, but it's somewhat... Uh, therapeutic like it's um, to do these little laps over and over and over again it's it's it sounds horrible but once you do it it's it's not as horrible I guess it's quite uh, achievable and it is it is a very very picturesque and beautiful location and the loops are quite quite nice challenging lots of kangaroos around um, lots of live ammunition flying everywhere which will be a challenge Um, what are your thoughts now because we're, we're only sort of a week out and the Americans have been in quarantine and you've had a bit of time to absorb everything. I mean, what are your thoughts about the event? What do you think the outcome will be? And um, what are some of your uh, your secret tactics? Uh, well, 
I, I think the event will be great. I, I think we'll all have a fantastic time and hopefully we can uh, grab some awareness around uh, youth mental health for, for Reach Out. Um, and for, for my tactics, uh, just to be faster than my opponent, <laughs> it's quite simple. I, I don't. Uh, I, it'll be not to go too fast too early. Um, I mean, we've got 10 days of running, but... Once we get to about day seven or eight, and I've really acclimatised to the to the load, if I'm feeling all right, it'll be time to up the ante and leave the Americans in our dust. <laughs> and lastly, COVID's obviously wreaked havoc across, oh, I guess, the world. This event is, I guess, a beacon of hope. It's it's something that shows you can get through anything. You can persevere and, and punch through. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, absolutely, because you can get through anything. I mean, look, it, we can all whinge and complain about, say, being locked down, stuck in our homes, can only go to the shop wearing a mask, these sorts of things. Um, all in all, it's not that difficult. Um, there's far worse things we could find ourselves in. I mean, we could be in a world war. I mean, how horrible would that be? You know, the government's telling us to stay at home. It's far better than the government saying, here, young man, here's a rifle. We want you to run out on the front line and start shooting. Uh, we, we've got it pretty easy when you compare it to what's happened in the past. So, yeah, it, it's okay. you just got to deal with it the way you the way you can. Try not to complain. We're, we're, all, we're all safe, really. I mean, besides the risk of maybe the, the virus, but... Um, it, it, it's not that bad. 